Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chelsea here and welcome to the Anima Animas podcast where you'll be joining me in driving discussions to bring the conversation of sustainability to the forefront of the fashion industry. So what is a sustainable photographer? Yep, that is exactly what I was thinking when Emily first reached out to me about her interest in coming on to the show. I'm actually buzzing to be sharing with you this episode because her venture is such a unique and a really amazing one. So Emily Leverello is the founder and creative mind behind Ethic Co Photography, which is a London-based photography service that empowers and supports sustainable brands with capturing their visions and branding stories through enticing imagery, editorials, and other related media content. We'll be speaking a bit about her fashion background, which I really resonate with because Emily also became intrigued by the sustainability space through her work within the buying department and she'll be touching upon what it feels like to take the leap of faith to quit her job in buying, to pursue her passions in photography instead, and now she's making waves within the fashion sustainability space. So I'm actually so positive you guys will really enjoy this one because I'm living for her energy, living for her business setup, and I know you guys will also admire her and her work and learn more about how she built up her own dream job role why she chose photography as her art medium and how she weaves in sustainability and ethics through all of her photography projects. So yeah, please do give the show a follow or subscribe to us on whichever platform that you're listening to. And without further ado, let's jump right into the call and discover what conscious photography is all about. Hey Emily, welcome to the Anima Animus podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. Amazing. So we always start with a little game in the beginning of our episodes and it's called AA Assumptions. And that's when I say three statements and you reply if you think it's true or false and why. So are you ready? Yeah, ready for it. Go on. Okay. (laughs) So the first one is great photos are the results of good equipment. True or false? I would have to say false on that one because I've been thinking about it and yeah, I don't think that uh, the best equipment makes, the, in terms of photography, the, the best images because it, it comes down to the person and the creativity and their skills. And, uh, you know, you can have like a really crappy entry-level camera and you can make the most amazing thing if you know how to use it. Or you can give like mm. the most expensive, like 3,000 camera to like a beginner and they won't even know how to use it and produce the most maybe not so great content. So it comes down to the person, I think, and their, their skills and creativity, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So then the second statement is, there is still a big gap between male and female professional photographers in general. True or false? That is definitely true because I came across this small article just uh, in terms of graphics. Like uh, there's a, a very high percentage of like women uh, graduated from photography. I think it was like 73%. And only about 15% become professional photographers. So right now in the leading industry, it's more male-dominated, even though more women graduate doing this, you know, in the industry. So that's a, mm. a shocking fact that I think it needs to be changed. <laughs> yeah, that's so it. crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, the difference is big. I didn't even realize. I know it's, it's mad. It's insane. When I came across that, I was like, no, I cannot believe this. But it, yeah, you're gonna change it. <laughs> I am gonna change it. So many of us are gonna change it. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the energy we want yeah, here. Yeah, take over. <laughs> Cool. So then third and final statement is you need a lot of money to have a sustainable lifestyle. Right. I think uh, there's a lot of debate regarding this aspect because uh, in some aspects, sustainable clothing and products and stuff like that can be quite pricey, but it's all due because of, uh, you know, paying the, the wages correctly to the workers and the production and also because uh natural fibers can be more pricey and expensive to manufacture and produce but there's a way that you can do it in a cheaply more affordable uh, pocket-friendly way because i myself do not earn enough to always be buying from sustainable brands so the best option if you out there are listening want to maybe change your habits and be more consciously minded when you shop is to go thrifting secondhand there's like clothing swap events i've done one online actually by the the dress change during the lockdown that was actually so much fun i only paid like 13 pounds post postage because it was a few i exchanged five items and i got five items back and that's like what 13 pounds basically mm. so it's not impossible to be more consciously minded and still have like say if you like fashion or stuff like that and if you want to buy something that might be more in trend but don't want to buy it from like h&m or something you can go into amazon or ebay or like depot and get like cool mm. trend pieces if that's something that you know you might be struggling yeah. with yeah depop yeah. is really cool like even yeah. though on creators on there they curate their images and photograph them in a really oh, creative so way cool. yeah 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 it's I really cool think. i think more people need to jump on board because it's so so cool definitely yeah so just for our listeners who may have not come across you or your work would you mind telling them a little bit about why you started ethico photography Right. So, yes. Uh, so I do photography for sustainable, ethical, eco-vegan friendly brands or like creatives that uh, align with the ethos that I carry. And the reason I started this is because I worked, after, I graduated in um, with a fashion degree in university and then I went to into working in the industry. So I was working for this fast fashion brand, which I'm not going to name because there's it's no, no need. But I worked there for like a year and a half on the buying department, but then I realized a lot of things weren't adding up. And I just, through my own development and like research, I realized uh, just things didn't seem right, like with the workers and uh, what like the textiles that they were using and just how everything is moved around. And then I decided to like step away from it and build my own business. So the, the original ethos was creating a clothing brand, but then I kind of like landed into photography by accident through a hobby. And then I was like, no, I actually really, really love this because mm. I love meeting people and being out and about. So that's why I started Ethical Photography because of this experience in this company, but also started photography as a hobby. And then I wanted to take it further, but also add a mission to it. So, yeah, yeah. I think that is, it's been really fun uh, creating the brand around uh, what I do, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Because yeah. I started buying and merchandising as well. And that was when I also started to learn so much about like the unethical side of fashion and production and stuff. Yeah. And it is really eye opening to kind of learn about. And it's like a secret yeah. side that like none of us are really made aware of. Um, but yeah, I definitely resonate with a lot of that. Yeah. It can be so shocking once you like learn a little bit about it more and more and then you're like yeah I felt like working there I was like supporting that and it just mm. felt horrible so mental draining and like 
all these horrible things and thoughts came to my mind. I'm just like, you know, causing like horrible, probably pain to these other people. So I was like, I need to like get away from this place. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the reasons why I was so interested in the sustainability space as well. Mm. It's because like, I love fashion, but I can't also accept the way how it works right now. So it's kind of like, how can we improve this? How can we make things better? Um, yeah. So I definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, if you have to make the change. You can't wait for the change to happen. Yeah, exactly. Can I also yeah. just say how unique I find your idea of like being a conscious photographer? Because when you first approached me and you was like, oh yeah, I can definitely be on your podcast to be talking about <laughs> conscious photography. I was like, wait, these two words have never come together in a sentence okay. for me. So I was like, how it's can funny. we do this with photography? This is so interesting. I'll definitely have you on like now learning about what you do yeah this is going to be an exciting one no definitely i'll explain more further as we go on the questions yeah what things i sort of do and i'm looking forward to do Mm. yeah i think it's really cool how you've kind of integrated the concept of like the sustainability values with your passion for photography yeah yeah so just to maybe focus first on photography as an art medium because i think that is a super unique Um, space that we haven't covered on the show do you want to tell us a little bit why you chose photography as like your main focus for your art medium yeah sure I guess um, like I said I was I did fashion design so and then I went to work into an office environment and (laughs) to be fully honest I was a bit or rather miserable uh, in many aspects so like I said I started photography as a hobby uh, just working freelancing with no pay for this company and it was really really fun I was like hey I think this is what I want to do it was just that moment of spark and I didn't really took it on until I actually read this book called the four hour work week oh, and it sparked yeah. I've heard of it it was always on my to read list and I just never got yeah, around to it good. it gave me the courage As, after I finished because I had an audiobook, right? So, like, that night that I finished listening to it, I was like, right. I stood up and I was like, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. That's oh it. Gosh. I'm, I'm not putting my life on hold just because there's, like, a steady income of money, but mm-hmm. I'm super miserable. There's no point. Might as well create my own reality. Yeah. And that's why I chose photography, because I have to be out and about doing my own thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Wow. That book made you feel <laughs> that? Like, I'm going to read it, like, tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah, honestly life-changing in some aspects like it'll be pretty good definitely yeah. good key points oh wow okay so how would you describe your signature style would you say um photography wise uh, i guess i'm still uh developing towards a key niche style but i'm aiming for like more like a clean soft and warm vibes mm. uh right now my feed is quite uh on the female side and quite feminine um, but I want to focus on more like empowerment and real women mm. so I think over time I'm gonna align more with that but still keeping it with the sustainability ethos because I do enjoy those like neutral vibe tones mm-hmm. but I want to incorporate some like bright vibrant colorful colors so I think eventually I'm gonna find a good in-between balance for it so yeah for sure even when I look at your work it I do get the warm ambience through it yeah I get that give you an airy vibe yeah. happy feel yeah no I definitely you know when you enjoy something it just comes easy yeah yeah you, you put all into it yeah <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it oh yeah <laughs> love it 
What other processes that you normally take your clients through then to kind of like ensure you capture their vision as well as yours? Right. Okay. So when I start working with a new client, we more or less start talking and putting like a visual board together to try and capitalize what they want to get out of uh, the project. So it's always good to have three key points of like to describe what the mood or the vibe of the shoot is going to be. Um, it depends whether they want a social media campaign or that kind of thing. So we talk about it's more or less visual board base and we collect all together. Um, and then we'll talk about dates, locations, uh, probably models and makeup artists. Uh, I do prefer shooting on location, but now that is going to start getting more cloudy and rainy. We'll see about that. But yeah, take them through that whole process. And then once we set the date after that, uh, I guess the most professional way that I do it is uh, I co-plate like a gallery where they can like pick their top favorite images and then I edit them. And if they have any uh, thoughts or anything specifically they want me to do, uh, I do that for them, like, and I think I, know, I haven't mentioned before, but like, because I uh, cater to the same ethical brands, I will, they will get a special uh, discount that it doesn't show on my website, because when you go on my website, you can see my prices, but when I'm talking to someone that is ethically sustainable, so eco, vegan friendly aligned, I will give them like key special prices, mm-hmm. because I think it matters to like, support this emerging industry, definitely. Yeah, oh, so that's how yeah. you start integrating the sustainability side to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because like emerging young brands sometimes they don't have these massive budgets so that's something that i'm also working in the future to cater to like big sustainable ethical brands that have like huge budgets but also like the emerging ones that want good content but sometimes their budget does not mm. stretch doesn't stretch as far yeah. and it's such a tricky balance and fine line like where the, i want to give them great content but i don't want to be overworking myself mm-hmm. to the point where i'm not even making an income back mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's, it's nice. a balance yeah it's a nice balance definitely yeah, yeah yeah how do you kind of like ensure that the brands you work with are truly sustainable and they're just not like labeling themselves that way right that is a tricky one right because like there's a lot of greenwashing but i feel like you more or less will be able to know when someone is ethical sustainable sustainably inclined because when you go to their website there's going to be always so much information like traceability transparency so you can see what who their manufacturers are where they are even like their faces or like projects a lot of them want to uh, or are working on projects of, on giving back to like a community or an environmental cause or something like that. So I always look at key aspects because like um, I'm currently working on a side project for myself with Eco Glitter and like someone suggested this company because they seem to be have like, you know, a good amount of followers and like very good and everything. But when I went to their website, there was only one key section where they mentioned sustainability. Oh, and that's it and, yeah. I, and then they also sell other plastic based products and I'm like I do not want to work with them because that means I'll be like uh, also promoting yeah. yeah them and I was like no but then there was this other eco-friendly uh, glitter brand and then you can see like all the processes and like how they converted to be eco from like plant-based and you know all the names and sciencey mm-hmm. stuff behind it and like other projects that are doing to giving back and that's what I always try to do my research just to make sure how authentic they are yeah for sure i think that's like an industry as a whole i think that's how consumers should be like shifting their consumer habits anyway like kind of like asking those questions like where your clothes are made and how it's produced and 
maybe like where and who sort of um yeah I think that's the yeah, kind definitely. of yeah information that we as consumers are pretty much missing yeah I think if consumers start asking more questions companies mm-hmm. are gonna start like you know giving back more and answering and mm-hmm. if they don't have it they're gonna be you know sweating it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because people should be start to start asking more and more questions I think it will push them so yeah yeah for sure be more transparent <laughs> yeah so we covered a little bit of how your kind of passions for t- photography sort of came about what about your when when did you kind of get into the whole sustainability side I know like it was a bit about the buying but then like where was that kind of light bulb moment where you integrated the two passions together uh that's a very good question yeah I don't know yeah because I'm inclined to fashion like you you yourself like I, I enjoy fashion so much and I was like it's hard for me to like you know separate them both so uh, like I said, yeah, in the buying department and everything. So my, uh, I was attending this uh, accelerated course for entrepreneurs. And I was like, right, I'm going to create a sustainable clothing line. Mm. And even though I wanted to do that, I didn't realize that there's a, there's a lot of work behind it. And there's so much that goes into it. And it, it's, it's a very long, long process. You have to be very dedicated. And even though I do want to do that in the future, to be fully honest, I wanted something that was more rewarding and fast. Uh, you know, and that's where my hobby for photography came. And I was like, oh. I very much love photography and sustainability so that's something very strong and passionate about so why don't I mix them both so I mm-hmm. think it happened in this game I think it was a few months before I quit my job mm-hmm. I was going to this six-week uh, entrepreneur accelerator course on how to like launch a business I think that was a key moment that I was like maybe I should fuse my ideas and focus on these yeah that's when it happened <laughs> amazing so that course really helped yeah. then yeah it definitely helped That's yeah it was, London is amazing it was like a free six six week course and I was like loving this oh, wow so then first it was yeah. the book which like pushed you first and then this course pushed you even more yeah That's yeah cool. just self-investment I think guys that helps so much yeah it opens your perspective and your view on things yeah, yeah. oh that's so good it's pretty enlightening to hear <laughs> yeah um so then how would you like what are the other ways that you kind of try and integrate sustainability through your work? Right, yeah. So apart from giving um discounts to sustainable and ethical brands to like help them out and also prioritize them, I also uh enjoy or like like launching uh every two months like a different project. At the moment I'm focusing on like planting trees, like ten percent of my profits. Uh every so for the month of um where are we right now? September so it was August and September uh 10% of my earnings will go towards like planting trees uh so say if you like book like a hundred pound photo shoot you're indefinitely putting you'll be planting like 10 10 10 trees basically so I'm still by the end of this month which is actually coming up soon I'm gonna choose where I'm going to plant them and stuff like that and they send me all the specifications of like how and uh if it's good for the area and the people and creates like jobs and everything and it's just super cool because I'll be working with the one tree planted yeah one tree planted super cool organization but I think in the future I want to develop my own like social projects Mm -hmm. because I want to do either environmental or a social cause driven Mm -hmm. project you know like whether it's given like a a community of say of women uh teach them artisanal skills so they can like get jobs within like say the industry or like fund like a small 
I don't know, uh, planting your own garden projects or like, <laughs> I don't know, there's different, so many projects that you can help others, like smaller communities that yeah. are like in third world country. That, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Do you know how much yeah. like it costs to plant that one tree, like for them? Yes, I think on the website, they, they, I guess there's, I think their slogan is like, it costs less than a cup of coffee or what? something like that. But because um, on their website, it's like on dollar. So it's like one ninety nine, I think, or something. So when you convert it to pounds, it's actually less than a pound. Wow. Less yeah. than a pound to be saving the world. You see? There you go. Anybody can do it. One tree planted, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like five pounds, you planting, you know, five trees, whatever you choose to plant them. Yeah, I'm going to have to check them <laughs> yeah. out um nah, super cool. yeah that's really cool <laughs> is there a charity that you have in mind for the next two months then yes i i cannot remember their their name right now but it, i will be doing uh, wanting to donate to a charity that plants coral reefs and like keeps them safe and restores them back to their health because like think a lot of people don't know about coral reefs they're like bloody awesome they Mm. you think trees uh gather the most oxygen for us but in fact it's actually coral reefs really i think they make 70 or something percent of the oxygen we breathe okay i so did not know this right so it's so important they only like form around like five percent of the ocean bed Mm. so if they go extinct the everything the ecosystem is just going to go out of balance and so many are getting like bleached by like uh, global warming because of uh, Mm -hmm. the water is getting heated so guys it's so important so i think going forward i also want to bring more information and awareness on my website and on my stories and all that kind of thing you know so people understand why i do what i do yeah definitely if you if you come around like really cool resources please send them through to me as well because i'll put them in the show notes oh my god yes yeah <laughs> i need to start learning about this as well actually because i didn't know because i it sounds ironic because it's a coral reef and it's under the water and obviously yeah. there's not much i don't know we're not breathing underwater so we like <laughs> exactly. we as humans just we're selfish and we just don't care <laughs> right now yeah we don't, we don't realize how important little things like nathan bees we don't even realize how important they are yeah. they all have a function eh? it's just math yeah, yeah science science is science and nature is wild yeah that's so crazy (laughs) yeah so do you have kind of like next project ideas in mind right now what's next on your radar right so future future projects which i'm very excited i mean this is like talking like a few years uh, you know maybe sooner it depends on the pandemic and depends on like how far i go with uh, my brand and everything that i want to do but my future plans is like becoming like a this nomad photographer that does like you know because i do fashion lifestyle and branding images and i think because uh, i enjoy traveling but i want to do more uh eco-friendly travel so i don't want to <laughs> travel around the world and use all these planes and whatnot so i want to like uh, settle in a country for like a few months and then move around kind of situation mm. But more or less the structure that I want to do is because I want to like photograph the people who created this brand. So so the, the person behind the brand. And I also want to photograph the the clothing. So that would be like the, the fashion aspect of it. So the, we'll do the branding, which is the face that created the brand. And then the fashion, uh, the clothes itself. And then I want to photograph the, the workers behind this company. So that'll be like the more uh, just real documenting kind of photography because uh, I feel like these brands or more brands are giving a spotlight to their workers because they really do care so much about it. And I, 
and that is so exciting and so amazing that it doesn't matter where they are it's like they should still be uh uplifted and be like because they, they they put so much effort into creating these clothes it's it's unbelievable we we've actually detached ourselves so much from like understanding how long it takes to even build the basic white t-shirt because mm. i did it at uni and oh my god it took so long i know it's so hard <laughs> And now I truly appreciate how difficult it is to build a plain t-shirt. And I'm like, these people are stars, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. Oh my God. I did the exact same thing at my course. Right? Oh my course. They basically set us out because I'm on the fashion business um, side of the school. And obviously we don't have any of those facilities and the design stuff, but they were like, okay, mm. you're buying and you're going to be negotiating with suppliers. So we've set out mm. a day, we're going to be in a workshop and they literally made us like, sew these pair of shorts and it oh took God. us the whole day, like whole day. It was probably like seven, eight hours of like the school day and I was there for the whole day I didn't even finish my pair of shorts and then my tutor goes at the end of the day oh so it took you seven hours well tell a child in Bangladesh to do that for like you know 20 minutes like oh my god after that it was a real eye-opener for sure that's amazing I can't believe they actually did that that's so cool yeah yeah it's so cool it just made you realize like so much effort goes into it it's mad Yeah. yeah And he was literally like, this, you're sewing like the most simple like stitch as well. Like imagine you have to bind it or all these like crazy ass stitches. Yeah, yeah, some <laughs> tricky stuff out there. And I'm like, of course I've got the practice, but like still, you know, you got to appreciate it. Like it's unbelievable. So yeah, I definitely want to photograph the workers behind these brands because I think they, they deserve a spotlight. Like mm. not, they're not recognized. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because they're always doing the back, they're kind of the backstory, isn't it? Yeah, they're the, you could say they're the backbone of the company. Yes, yeah, for sure, backbone. Definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like the, your idea. I think that project's going to be so cool. Yeah, I mean, traveling, doing photography and just influencing the world to be a little bit better, I think is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, that sounds so dreamy. And I love, like, the three layers that you put it in, like the... Mm the owner of the brand and then like the fashion editorial as we know it and then it's like yeah. the, also the garment workers I really I'm so for that idea <laughs> keep an eye out maybe yeah Who knows when it's yeah post-covid world like 2021 coming your way yeah would you do like videos as well how how are you in like little short films and stuff Right, so I am because I got a better camera equipment lately, so I'm super excited. I've uh, been planning our like small test shoots for videos, just so mm. um, you know, get onto it because I definitely want to offer a video to people because uh, even small brands want something nice and easy, like a fashion film on their Instagram. Yeah. So I'm gonna be getting into that for sure. I think that's like future plans, but like more realistic soonish. <laughs> yeah, is there any other like soonish projects that you're kind of working towards right now as well? Yeah, I mean, I um, I want to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but uh, you know, just more informative behind the scenes, uh, so people get to see more like the face behind the the brand. Even though it's like photography, I, I do call it a brand because I think there's so much essence in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that because I think it's great. It's not it's not just pictures. I want to talk about the the maybe like even start like small like interviewing people behind the brands if I can you know there are so many ideas I can develop on the YouTube, on the YouTube platform that mm-hmm. would be great to explore yeah and just generic like <laughs> other boring side of the the my big brand it would be just like investing in branding and I want to 
redo my website and logo and colors and all that thing just to make it better so yeah yeah would you also showcase a little bit about you like the backs the back behind the scenes of epic co photography and oh, yeah, like talk yeah, about yeah. you <laughs> no that, yeah that's what i want to that's what i want to do like yeah my life like when i want to photo shoot you know bt behind the scenes kind of situations are quite fun or even like because uh, i see videos like that and i think it's so informative like uh how to photograph something and like some people might find it boring not get it but i enjoy it when they're like use this setting and this light and then yeah. this angle and yeah and i so enjoy that so yeah <laughs> okay. i i'm quite geeky with that as well i really like yeah. behind the scenes things yeah same amazing so just before we close off as well i have a question from our instagram page and that is from girish in london and he just asked what is it like working as a photographer during covid that's a very interesting one (laughs) um you could say it's been challenging for many different people and myself definitely because the industry just got put on hold in it and but now that everything is coming back uh, but now they've um, taken it back a notch now, so we all have to be more careful. I guess I'm going to start implementing like face masks and like hand sanitizing more, and, like more social distancing because regulations have become stricter. But in terms of like how COVID has, you can say helped me in a way because I am um, I'm only a year into the industry, but I've only just started seeing like results. So I'm like from the ground down, like up and running. So I, f- I feel like I'm slowly emerging. So I feel like for me, it's going up in That's terms good. of like my business. Yeah. yeah. And it's really helped me focus and regain concentration to like for my brand. Just, I guess, being cooked in my home, I was like, I need to do something or I'm going to go mental. So mm-hmm. I just refocus all my energy into my brand, yeah, into Ethico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's amazing. I love it. I actually just mm-hmm. thought of a question now, actually. Do oh. you have sort of main inspirations or like inspirational figures that you kind of look up to in sort of like the photography world? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I can, I can never pronounce her name, but it's Anita Sudowski. It's definitely one. And she's the one that travels uh, around Asia and does mm. photography. And I, I just admire her. And then the uh, the other female photographer, because I admire female photographers, she's Lebanese. She's hilarious, though. She's so funny. And I cannot remember her name. Oh, Jessica Kubeski. That's it. So the other female photographer that I admire is Jessica Kubeski. Okay, what does she do? Cool. She does photography. Uh, but I think she lives in America. Yeah, but oh my gosh, she's hilarious. She's just weird and I love her. <laughs> uh, what specifically does she capture? Oh, I guess she could say more. It's very cool advanced photography in the street style scenario. Okay. So it would be like urban setting, but she'll have these beautiful dresses or beautiful garments, but it'll be like in urban settings. But uh. I love edit i learned to edit from her a little bit because uh, i'm just in love with her <laughs> um, yeah and maybe someone else uh, okay so the last person that inspires me is sorel moore so sorel moore she is i guess you could call her the selfie queen so she, she takes this amazing self-portraits and that's someone that's really inspired me because her personality and her aura is amazing she, she's such a brilliant human being and soul um, yeah, I think she's great. 
So she does travel photography, but also like portraits of herself, and they're pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So just to close off, um, yes. where can our listeners find you? Right. So yes, you can find me uh, on my Instagram at ethicco.photography. Uh, my Facebook is Ethic Co Photography again, but and then my website is www.ethiccophotography.com. Uh, yeah, pretty easy and straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much again for joining the podcast. I really enjoyed our cute little chat. No, that was amazing. Thank you for having me. It was uh, very nice and relaxed. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Ah, thank you. So we may have stopped talking, but that doesn't mean you have to. Join us and the rest of the AA fam on our website at animaanimus.co.uk to connect and continue the conversation within our forum spaces. Please do drop me what your thoughts were on this episode. You can even submit any voice notes, ideas, or stories that you'd like me to share on the show. You can also find all the links we've mentioned in this episode in the show notes available on our website. And I would be so, so grateful if you could help me make this show become more discoverable for others by leaving a five-star review on your favorite episode and a social media handle I can contact you with because I would love to connect and thank you all personally. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much again for coming through and for listening. I really appreciate you joining this journey with me in driving discussions and creating positive industry change. Once again, I want to send you all a mad, mad love. And until next week, this was the Anima Animas podcast with Chelsea now signing out.